0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence!
1: You know would be really funny? Hmm. If the day of the election, Fauci was just like, yeah, I voted for Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, just offhand. Like, yeah, I voted for Joe Biden, of course. Just send Trump to a fucking rage. That'd be so funny. Uh... So speaking of, start of the episode, segue, uh, we are seven days away from the 2020 presidential election, Cody. Oh,
0: I can't wait for it to be over.
1: Here's why you should not say that, because you don't have it as bad as I do, because you don't watch TV, I watch a lot of sports, and sports just happen to be on, by sports I mean football right now. Uh, They are on local channels, and local channels get absolutely plastered with campaign ads. So, (laughs) shut up. It's not that bad.
0: I get them on YouTube. And sorry, guys. I know this is bad radio, but I'm eating. So, fuck you. He's eating an
1: entire pot of uncooked beans, for those wondering. (laughs) Told him it was weird, but he just keeps doing it and you're eating Spoon- them you're not even eating a spoonful you're just picking out one by one it's <laughs> it's, <just laughs> it's fucking weird <laughs> it is weird it's really really weird <laughs> see there's just one um, it's kidney beans it's it's
0: only kidney and pinto but they're mixed up there's one <laughs> you cut them in half and then like what's, glue the them kind, together. what's the kind of bean that comes in the can uh baked beans i don't know it's like a goya it's a goya brand you know mm. I don't, don't have A fact. pimento. Let's just say there's one pimento bean in there. Just, <laughs> and, if I get, the, and if I find it, I get a prize. What's the prize? Oh, let's
1: find out together. Sweet. Fun fact about me. I've never eaten a bean before. So Never once? In, nope. Don't think so. And Maybe when I was like a child, but like, I don't do beans. No. I don't like how they look. I don't like how I, I assume that they feel like when you eat. And, They're kind of gritty. Yeah. Like, is it just soft?
0: When you bite into it, it's just soft, right? I mean, it depends on it. Has it been cooked or not? Sure. Let's say it has. And yeah, it will be. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm not about that. I just, I don't like, yeah, I don't like beans. Sorry to. The, I don't like beans, and I don't like furries. Other than that, I'm pretty cool with anything. Beans, furries, and Republicans. Those are the three <laughs> things I hate. Furries. Don't talk to me if you like beans. A uh, be, uh, a. <laughs> A Republican who dresses up as a furry and whose favorite food is a bean, I would kill that person in cold blood. Literally just kill them. <laughs> a
0: second. No.
1: I should put that on my dating profile.
0: <laughs> you should. that be funny.
1: <laughs> if you're furry, like beans or a Republican, swipe left. <laughs> I bet that would just get some funny responses, too. Because the, to, the key to a dating profile online is that you have to have something funny to, deci- to determine... That's its- true. Or
0: something controversial, but like not... Like politically controversial, like on all mine I have, I list out what I'm interested in. I don't use an Oxford comma, and I say I'm fully against the Oxford comma.
1: I don't know what that is. I, I know it, but I don't you know care. You, you. know when you people list talk about thing. it too much. I don't want to hear it.
0: I just don't. So you know how you put commas between when you're making a list, and then I love you have lists, that, don't you? You you, <laughs> you have the ands before the last thing in your list. Yeah. So saying like on my. My walls, I have a Witcher poster, comma, a Tusk poster, a weird Come Be My Friend poster, and a Cravitalism poster. And right before that, can either have a comma or no comma. That comma is the Oxford comma. (laughs) This is one of those occasions where I just
1: don't blame anybody for turning this off and going to do something else, because (laughs) right now, you are the most obnoxious person I've ever met. (laughs) But anyways, anywho... Anywho. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. (laughs) This is a rough start. A presidential election in seven days. I mean, yowza, Cody. Mm -hmm. I'm just, it's a week away, and I'm just not, because I'm just not prepared. Like, we've we've done this show miraculously for long enough to where I can go back and listen to the, you know, I think the last episode we did before the, two, the 2016 election was, like, a rival. I remember at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, Hillary's probably gonna win, but, like, gotta get out there and vote, and da 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 da, da. And now it's just... We were just so naive back then. And in hindsight, you know, you look at the, the numbers, and they just... They never added up. They never made sense to where we should have felt comfortable. And... Uh, just to, I'm talking about like polling and forecasting because I kind of, you know, jumped pretty head into all that stuff and just becoming obsessed with it because you know I, you know me I like numbers and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm just trying to maintain that skepticism, but I'm also looking at the numbers and what the smart people say and using my basic common sense. So I'm trying. I'm walking the tightrope of being absolutely terrified and also trying not to be absolutely terrified because all these things make sense because if i if i keep if i allow too much doubt to creep in i'm just gonna t- implode you
0: know Hmm. you don't want to don't let yeah. it negatively affect your mental health i right. feel yeah.
1: But you I mean i'm behind trump all the way obviously ah, I, mean, so- yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't be <laughs> no i actually already voted i voted this past saturday for joe biden and Anthony Brindisi, and a couple other people who I don't remember, but um, I voted for them because they're Democrats. Have you voted? Nope. When are you going to vote?
0: Election day, baby. (laughs) Why are you waiting so long? In person, because I don't live near my polling place. I hope no, um... How far away (laughs) is he? Two hours away. What? Yeah, I'm still registered in Homer. Oh, what? Okay. Well,
1: make sure you vote for Brindisi, too. So you're gonna so you're gonna know. get up at th- three in the morning and drive home and vote? I'm just gonna go
0: after work, dude. Okay. Okay. polls are open till nine. What if you die though? Then I die and somebody has one less vote. <laughs> Joe Biden has one less vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe Jorgensen has one less vote. <laughs> God.
1: <sighs> her 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 VP pick is a self identifying gamer, so
0: you know. <laughs> Wait, are you I'm serious? We, don't,
1: we can't put a gamer a heartbeat away from the presidency.
0: <laughs> They're the only person I trust near the presidency. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> just imagine him in the situation where he's like, this reminds me a lot of Nuketown. In, Listen, you uh, Call of Duty uh,
0: one time. I, uh, <laughs> Can we just put some claymores down? <laughs> so what we need to do is block all the exits. Listen, I, I play Call of Duty. I know exactly <laughs> what it's like in these um, war camps. It's It's easy. You are you're thinking too much. And then, or not Brandeasy, then Fauci comes in and he says, listen to you, guys." Got- no. no, no. Don't say that. Listen to a
1: Spike. Here's what you gotta do at least
0: three times a day. This is what needs to happen, okay? You gotta treat the virus as though it were a hacker. That's basically <laughs> all it is. It's, it's, it's like he's in the room, you know? Let me just throw it out there to our huge audience that yeah. I've never heard Dr. Fauci speak. So... It's honestly, not
1: bad. It really isn't. It's just not as gravelly. Like he sounds like he smoked for thirty years. <laughs> but he's he's a straight he's a straight up king. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, seven days away. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna see what happens. But it's. I'll just say that if a polling error can go one way, it can go the other. Because one of one of the interesting things about. 2012 is that Obama was actually behind the polls for quite a while. Really? In the lead up to it. Yeah. Like I think with about a month ago, Romney was up by a point, like almost two points in the, in the national averages. And then there was a polling error and it swung his way. And, um, like Mitt Romney even went, so they, they Mitt Romney's campaign was so confident they were going to win that they had already like started working on the transition. Like they made almost. a website and they started like printing shit and sending up their offices. Like they were, Really cocky, and then they lost. LOL. So,
0: guess they didn't. Gary um, O went pretty,
1: uh, pretty handily. In two thousand eight, he demolished demolished John McCain. And then two thousand twelve was pretty close. I mean, he he ended up winning Florida by like less than a point, and I think that was the big difference maker.
0: That was it for him.
1: Yeah, and he lost a few states. Like he lost North Carolina. I think uh, Indiana flipped pretty hard towards Romney. And something else, but yeah. But who knows what what can happen? You could sell me on. I don't. I don't want to say that out loud. I'm still. I have. A, I have a hot take that I think is going to happen, but I don't want to. I want. Kind A little superstitious.
0: Kind of want to know now. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I know what you're talking about. Maybe. Do you oh. think? Um, do you want me to not say it out loud in case I? You can you say can it out sit? loud. Do you th- are you thinking um, Texas is going to flip? So, we're here tonight.
1: (laughs) That means I was right, everybody. I might as well. I think, because NBC News just today went from, declassified it from, like, I think, whatever, like, lean or something Republican, which is like, they do it, and it's like safe, likely lean, toss-up, and then the other way. They moved it from a lean to a toss-up. And just looking at the demographics of how it is and looking at how tight the... Ted Cruz Senate race was and the president's general disapproval ratings. You know, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but if we wake up on Wednesday morning and it's you know, and the headline is Joe Biden wins Texas by a point and a half, I'm gonna be shocked, but not that surprised. If you know what I mean. I mean shocked in like a happy way. Shocked that it just happened because that's been like the golden goose for forever. You know, and that's
0: a lot. Isn't that like 40 electoral like, votes? It's 39
1: yeah it's huge and and there's and the other thing is that if texas goes to biden there's literally zero chance that trump can win because that's that is the republican that's the california for republicans yeah and if it flipping because i mean wow because 2018 the the beto o'rourke ted cruz race was like a precursor to this and i don't think we would be talking about any a flipping anywhere near a possibility without that race they got showing, very close, didn't yeah, it? showing that it can be competitive. Yeah, Cruz won by like two under three points.
0: Oh, I bet that felt bad for Ted.
1: I don't think he feels anything, but
0: sure, Zodiac himself probably felt pretty <laughs> shitty, right?
1: But we're gonna we'll see what we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't. I just. I just don't know. But it's gonna be fun regardless. Are you gonna watch the coverage that night, or are you gonna just game?
0: Probably just game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Get a call because
0: they they don't call anything until like two in the morning anyway. So fuck it. Mm, no.
1: Obama closer was, to
0: like eleven or. 12. Obama won
1: by like ten thirty. No eight. Well, but okay. And and Trump won that night. He won like late into the night. You want to like they they call the him at like one o'clock in the morning, something like that. So, and Obama actually won in 12 pretty early too. So I think I was just telling somebody, I don't think we're going to have, we're going to be able to say exactly like, Oh, here's who won. But I think we're going to, enough States are going to be called to make it basically impossible for, for somebody to win. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's just my, my gut feeling, but we shall see. (laughs) I mean, seven days away. So we'll, we'll see. I hope I come back and listen to this and be like, oh man, you should have been, you should have felt a lot better than you are. Because hmm. if, if I'm, if things don't go the other way, then I'm just gonna, you know, take some pills or whatever. Hope I don't wake up, you know. Just, uh. It's a party. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. You're much better at it. But, um, yeah. So,
0: uh, go out there and vote. It's important.
1: Jake from Ohio, I'm talking to you. Your, your vote and is way more valuable you, than ours. You're an Ohio voter.
0: I hope you're old enough.
1: <laughs> I hope Jake from Ohio was like nine years old.
0: Listen, you might be.
1: <laughs> no. Listen,
0: guys. Shout, nope. out,
1: shout out to our swing boy, Jake from Ohio. Please
0: stop emailing us.
1: Hey, it's your cat. It's Where? Oh, behind you. Yeah. In a little bed. <laughs> Cute. We're, we're, we're video conferencing
0: now. Completely naked, but that's besides Listen, more. if you guys... Uh, listen, if this gets... <laughs> if this gets... A thousand downloads in two weeks will make this a video podcast from now on. I'll run the YouTube <laughs> channel.
1: I won't, uh, unless you monetize it, in which
0: case I'll chip in. Well, why wouldn't we?
1: So, uh, we got a double feature tonight. It was. By the way, is there any movie news? Cause I don't really care. I
0: don't listen to movie news, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Movie theaters are open in New York again.
1: Yeah, kind of. I went, I went to see t for the third time this weekend. Where'd you
0: go? Destiny. The Regal is open.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: Very yeah, because none of the um, the Rochester Regals aren't open. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but the Cinemark is and the AMC is nice. Nice.
1: Cinemapolis opening soon. Can't wait. I'm excited for that. Good for them. Yeah. Best uh, movie theater in the world, as I've said many times. Not too bad they
0: live in the worst city ever. Uh,
1: Ithaca's great. Ithaca's, Ithaca's the is best. awful. It's the best. It's the best. It's the
0: best. It's best. It's best. It's best. <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, uh, theaters are opening. You know, fool's errand probably, but hey, let's we'll see. It just needs oh, something cat. to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, we are doing a little double feature tonight. We don't think we've done this since Death of Stalin, Quiet Place in two thousand eighteen, the year of our Lord. That's so true. Something like I think so. No, no, no. We did it for we did a Irishman, Knives Out last year. Okay, that was that was a fun one. That was a really fun one. Possibly the best two movies we've ever talked about in, uh, ever, perhaps, in a single episode at least. So, uh, without further ado, let's dive into Borat, colon, subsequent movie film.
0: Did it like, um, because he's from He's in a passenger seat, boss. Only men and bears are allowed inside car. I'm here to give my daughter as a gift to someone close
1: to the throne. And a dress with real sexy peels. Uh, This is a bag that just goes Mm. over
0: the dress. They're nice.
1: I really like this.
0: Let us present Sandra Jessica Parker Drummond.
1: I want this one with the baby on it. Oh, oh, oh. (gasps) I have a baby inside me. Can you take it out? No, we cannot. That's not what we do here. I feel bad because I was the one who put the baby in her. Did you ever put
0: one in your daughter? No, I did not. <clears throat> My wife. Nice. Nice. You did it. <laughs> JK.
1: LOL. Super alone. Uh, Borat. I don't think we've ever talked about Borat. <laughs> I don't think we've ever needed to talk about Borat. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, the Sasha Baron Cohen episode, by the way, I guess we should call it. Um, oh. Cone Cast 2K20. <sighs> Dick.
0: Sorry, my cat just jumped up on my leg and scratched me.
1: I mean, we both know you deserve it. A bit. Uh, original Borat, let's start there. Do you remember seeing it for the first time?
0: No, really? I was too young to see it for the first time. <laughs> when I watched it the first time. Well, I think that's the whole point. Is that
1: it's you know we were all that's kind of one of uh, a seminal movie of our generation. I think. Yeah. Because it came out around. Because that was what it was. That was 2004,
0: right? I think something like that. It was a very long time ago.
1: Yeah, so I was like nine years old when it came out, and that's right, well, now I'm, now I'm starting to wonder.
0: Might have been 2006.
1: Six, yeah, 2006. Okay, so that's that makes more sense. So I was 11, so I was about to hit my teenage years and about to start watching BG-13, so... Um, I don't remember seeing it for the first time all the way through. I'd seen parts of it, for sure, but I never actually sat down to watch it, and... I think i did for the first time sometime in the last 10 years or so um i don't know exactly when but that's kind of a movie for me at least that it felt like you heard a lot about more than you actually saw Mm -hmm. and um what about you You
0: i saw it i remember seeing it it was like one of those rogue movies that my sister bought that i knew i wasn't supposed to be watching but did anyway because (laughs) like you know why not I remember it didn't, like, take over my lexicon or anything. I didn't start speaking like him, but it was funny. I thought it was funny, and then I yeah. saw Bruno and hated it. <laughs> I did not see Bruno. I heard Bono was
1: in it, but uh,
0: see Bruno. not interested. Don't, don't see it.
1: Okay, I won't, just because just you told me to. Okay. Um, I guess... Apparently, well, this it definitely brought Sasha Baron Cohen to pop culture. and made him a a person, made him a thing. Um, I think mean, he was in like a Dolly G show, but like I don't know who, anybody who's actually watched that. They people reference a lot, but like
0: I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, but this movie was it was just interesting in that it was it was like a prank movie because Jackass was around that time too. So people it kind of got swept under that rug of being a quote-unquote prank movie that we were all just kind of high on for a while and there was like a bunch of prank shows because mm-hmm. mid-2000s were just ass so we needed stuff to do <laughs> and Ashton Kutcher needed money so he's just like <sighs> I'm like punk people yeah but um, so I think it, I think it caught on that way and just the him doing a character and, and like just doing this endless bits <laughs> was just it just I guess it just it was something different something new and it was also you know, criticizing our politics at the time, which, you, you know, know, I don't even remember
0: what even were the politics at the time. Well, it was like,
1: you know, <laughs> one of my, I actually, I rewatched it the other day just cause I hadn't you know seen it in so long. And it was, it's, it's very, it's not like subtle by any means, but it mainly, fo- it focuses mainly on like American culture, obviously, cause he's, that's what he's sent to do for the movie and just like the social conservative in the South kind of a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the, you know, the people that you meet there, cause you know I mean, <laughs> and in the first board, he goes to the deep South of Virginia weird, <laughs> and he goes to like a bullfight and he sings, um, the Kazakhstan national anthem in the key of the American national anthem. And he makes everybody <laughs> mad. And he just like, it's right after nine 11 too. So he's just talking about how we like, we're just going to wreck shop and kill everybody and this and that. And the crowd gets all fired up, and then they get mad at him for for the anthem thing. Um, and then he goes to get, like, etiquette training from, like, these southern bells and, you know, this, that. And it's just, it's basically just, like, one of my favorite uh, scenes in is like, he goes to D.C., and he drives by the White House, and he's like, so I go, I, it's like, I go to find more, more about war premier Bush because that's just how he perceives him (laughs) which is like it's 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 funny um but yeah the movie the movie itself is no yeah like i said it's 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 funny it's shocking one of my favorite scenes in it is when he goes to that he goes to that dinner i don't know if you remember this but he goes to the dinner with all these shows pictures of his yeah he shows the naked pictures of his son and he just comes out with a a bag full of crap and he gives it (laughs) to her and she just doesn't know what to do he doesn't know how toilets work. <laughs> he's, carrying it, <laughs> he's carrying it in a bag. I wonder if it's actual crap he put in there. I'm assuming not, but it's There's Sasha. no way. So, yeah, who knows. Um, <laughs> the, the The Jewish jokes that they make are so off-color and insensitive, but then when you realize that Sasha Baron Cohen is very Jewish himself and is like, you know, it kind of feels like, you almost feel like you have permission to laugh, even though it's just yeah. so it's <laughs> if just if I so can make dark. fun of
0: myself, you're allowed to.
1: Yeah, just, but I don't know. Well, I, I don't think Jewish people were like up in arms. I feel like they got the bit. God, the scene at the at the temple in this in the newest one.
0: Oh, loved it, just, loved it.
1: It was it was really touching and sweet and warm. But just remind me to remind me to bring up the the line that he did, he, did, he 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 <laughs> said before he walked in because that just destroyed me. Um, but the original Borat, like like we said, it's it's funny. It's of its time. It's fun to see him screwing with. Like, these, you know, Bible thumpers, and who, you know, the... And just to get under their skin a little bit of how silly and goofy they are. And that was kind of it for a while, because you can't do that again. Because everybody knows, and they, they, they reference it, obviously, in this in subsequent movie film. They reference that, like, Borat just can't do his thing anymore. And then, because
0: everybody knows who he is.
1: Exactly. Like, it's, you know... You can't fly under the radar, it's Borat. And... um. Yeah, and then, it, did you ever did you ever think we were going to get a sequel to it, or did you I ever never, think about I it? I never
0: thought I wanted a sequel to it.
1: Hmm. I mean, just given the times that we live in, it, it, any sequel, no no sequel will ever surprise me, I guess, for the foreseeable future, just because it feels like, you know, there's too much money to be made. <laughs> it's the world yeah. we live in. Yeah, it's, it's, this This movie says a lot about our society. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think a little bit about and i think about this with every movie and sh- almost everything i watch i guess that says it's about something it's like the social utility of it cuz like i was thinking about the west wing special which i think i talked about last time but like it was so nice it was so lovely and they mention it in the in the special itself but like what's the social utility of this cuz the west wing's audience by nature cuz it's a political show is going to is not going to vote for donald trump they're not mm-hmm. and they're not going to not vote because they watch The West Wing and they love The West Wing and this and that. So, like, a lot of these exercises of, like, this is a this is a movie for right now. And like, we're trying to get people to do this and that. It just, it always kind of feels self-serving to me just because they don't have access to the audience that they need to get the thing done. They're just preaching mm-hmm. to the choir, basically. But Borat, on the other hand, this, to me, feels like it actually has some social utility. Because there is, like... I don't think people see Borat and Sacha Baron Cohen as, like, a libtard, for lack of a better word. It's like... I think I, I think this has the ability to reach people that...
0: It wasn't usually.
1: Yes, yeah, something like the West Wing couldn't, with all these actors who we know are these, you know, are Democrats, liberals, whatever you want to call them. Whereas, both Baron Cohen and Borat is kind of... is sort of a tweener. And that you sort of get that he's playing a joke on a lot of these people but i don't think you hold it against him
0: yes i shook my head (laughs) and doesn't really um doesn't really track here you know yeah yeah i feel you until we hit i feel i see what you're saying is that it's
1: yeah i feel like people i guess the point i'm making is that people are will kind of I think, like, a lot of people are going to watch this just to see Sacha Baron Cohen screw with people, and maybe and not... And
0: they accidentally get, uh, indoctrinated.
1: <laughs> I don't know, they accidentally see, you know, uh, yeah, I guess, indoctrinated not so much, but, like, they, <laughs> acci- know, know, they accidentally get, um, exposed to these kind of views, I suppose, so, um... But I'm like I'm not saying that it's like half of this audience are, are conservatives and half of them are liberals. I think it's more like eighty twenty probably. If I were to guess, like if you polled the people who watch this, they probably eighty percent Biden or you know Biden or other, and then twenty percent Trump. And that's, I mean, West Wing is like 99.99 ninety nine point nine nine two point zero zero one, so it's like mm-hmm. you know better, <laughs> not great, but better. Cause I feel it just feels like there's so many people who like don't watch anything new and they, cause it's all like politicized quote unquote, which is stupid, but <laughs> those people exist for sure. Um, but eventually entertainment past you by So it's not too surprising, but, um, the movie itself, uh, clever, very timely. It's a um, movie about lo- our time and the times. I know we it in.
0: is. It's, uh, no. it's very interesting. Um, I like how they got around how Borat can't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. I like that they introduced a new character, and I I like how they <laughs> used it as a. Should I just get into the big uh, the big scene? Sure, go for it. How they basically just used her as a honeypot for, uh, <laughs> for Rudy Giuliani.
1: <laughs> I mean, we have, let's just talk about it now. I mean. It's no secret that Rudy Giuliani is like one of the stupidest people ever. At least once a month, he pocket dials a reporter and leaves like a long, rambling voicemail for them. And he's just generally, he's Rudy Giuliani, he's just stupid. But like, how do you, how are you not smart enough to, to figure this out, to vet to, this out? To
0: not do that.
1: Yeah. And then just, uh he's so creepy. <laughs> he's so creepy. He's like touching her leg, and he's just like he's putting the charm on her, and like doing this quote unquote interview, and it's like, oh, she's doing,
0: oh, she's doing a great job. God, ew. Well, see, but what I don't understand about him, and it really it helps to show how stupid he is. Mm-hmm. Um, after you see Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> in like as the uh, sound guy, yeah. How do you not know something's fucky? Especially when he's, he, like, leans
1: into your ear and says something about her not, like, making fun of the fact that he married his cousin. <laughs> like, he just he says that to her, to him. And Rui's like, oh, this is fine, because he just... There's just, like, he he was just thinking that he was going to score, so he didn't care. And it's like, oh, so this is just in my mic. It's like, if so, everybody knows that if, they didn't, if he didn't burst into the room... For like another minute, we would be seeing Rudy hang brain There's no doubt in the world. Like he's just he's just a creepy old dude. Ugh, I don't know. I, it's just, but like I said, I that oh that's always gonna be funny to me. It's just people clowning Rudy Giuliani because he's such a moron. So <laughs> the movie the movie is a winner in my book. Uh, you know, it's stellar, well, excellent work by everybody involved. Um, I really really <laughs> liked it. Uh, and that's like yeah, like you said, that's sort of that's the big scene, but I think the other big scene and... is the
0: the the rally
1: no, I think it's I think it's him I think it's the pandemic scene
0: when it oh when the the it, twist
1: yeah well just the fact that this you can see in real time this movie, and this production take a take a right turn into the world that we are trying to portray isn't the world that is that exists anymore. And that we mm-hmm. need to change the movie to reflect that, which I mean, there's no way you don't do that, just because that's just the reality of the world. Um, but I, I like, I thought the way that they tied it in was pretty clever.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I wasn't expecting it, mm-hmm.
1: but I, it makes you wonder the kind of movie that they were, they thought they were going to be making. Like, I want to know what that version of because it, it must. It, Rudy Giuliani must still be involved, but some of the other, like, who knows what they had planned but couldn't do, and this and that, you know? Yeah. It kind of just leaves you wondering.
0: Well, I think I'm happy with what we got with him, though.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, Maria Bakalova. Bakalova. I keep thinking, I keep wanting to say Maria Bakalova, but that's
0: not true. That's, mm-hmm. that's not right. It's like me, it's Maria kinda, Bakalova, who... kind of racist, Mason. <laughs> to russians (laughs) to kazakhstan she's bulgarian dude you're just so ignorant
1: (laughs) i just uh let's see it's uh, what is it uh bakalova
0: Bakalova. Uh, okay i don't blame you anymore
1: bakalova sure um she was great i mean yeah excellent
0: she was excellent i
1: didn't i had no idea that she was in it until like right up until i didn't know until i watched it yeah and there was just some i mean the People are, call, are calling this like feminist Borat, and it is.
0: That's fine though.
1: Which is just unexpected, I guess. Because I mean, when you when you see a movie like this, or just movies in general, you expect them to just do what works. So I, like, I expected the pranks, I expected this and that, but I just didn't expect it to be at all like, Borat getting woke, <laughs> and that was just funny to me. <laughs> it was just fun to see the character actually evolve and not just become, like, a, oh, well, let's just, let's go make fun of conservatives again. Let's actually... Save my wife give him a, a thousand trip. times. Yeah, exactly. So. Very nice. Um, <laughs> one of, uh, let's, let's talk about, like, the... Just the bits, I guess. Um, my favorite bit of the movie might be him going to that, like, fax, like, store, you oh, know, with that guy, he just, the, like... Uh... <laughs>
0: There's just he something said, really funny to me about... He sent me a fax of the guy's dick.
1: <laughs> it's, there's just something really funny to me about just that shot that they kept going to of this guy faxing this piece of paper over and over to Kazakhstan, and them saying that they're going to kill Borat, and he's just like, oh. <laughs> he just
0: doesn't give a shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, like, uh, like, I hope that store's still around, because I don't know how a faxing store is going to make it through the pandemic. That guy's seen... I didn't... I know it's the deep south and he's probably a douche, but he seemed just kind of, he seemed sweet. I don't know.
0: Uh, um, even those conspiracy theorist guys seemed kind
1: of nice after a while. They do until you realize that they're crazy lunatics. You know, you think, Oh, these could be kind of cool dudes. Like they just, just, just two guys living together in a cabin out in the middle <laughs> of the woods. So totally cool. Like what was our story? Did they have a family or they were just two guys living together?
0: I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: And I read that he like Bora lived with them or such Baron going as Bora lived with them and didn't break character for like three or four for three days, days. <laughs> but i I'm, I'm actually I'm wondering though if they were real because the website that they go to Patriot report I don't know if they maybe posted that in for like Fox News or something like that, and it's just a composite or something, but that doesn't exist Are you sure yeah, and like it's not like it it, it doesn't exist. Mean, it may now just for like for the sake of the movie, but it didn't up until you know. Recently, it's not—it's mm-hmm. not like they infiltrated Breitbart and in this, you know, that the girl was going to interview Giuliani as like a Breitbart reporter. They made something up, you know. I don't know. It was just that, but they do, and they also seem really game to it too.
0: That part yeah, of me so wonders if they were. I actors. feel like they were in, yeah, in on it. That's what I say. But all of the sources say that it's real.
1: Yeah, I—I'm not so sure about that one, but. Also, would be nice to know that the people like that don't exist. Or two less people like that exist, I should say, because there's so many more who are like them and do exist. But whatever. Or write
0: songs about Obama like that.
1: I know. What a banger, right? Just, just two guys living in a cabin, just
0: hanging out. Got the Nazis to salute. like <laughs> Jesus. Oy. I'm not going to lie. That made me very uncomfortable to see. What? Batman just openly Howl Hitler was oh,
1: people, not great. People have done that for years,
0: bro. I know. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, but white supremacy, baby. I'm going to go ahead and say those people are dumb.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, unlike unlike the first movie where you just kind of feel gross and icky, um, this movie does, I think, give you... It does go out of its way to show good people, too. And mm. the two Jewish grandmas and then um, the, oh, woman, love those ladies. the woman that his daughter hangs out with who just, like, talks her up the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. Just, they were just, I loved those
1: ladies. Were, I, I would give nothing more. And I know Doris, apparently she's passed away, which is so fucking oh, sad. No. But, like, I I feel like there would be no better... Feeling than just getting a hug from her. She just, just I just, just uh, talking to her. I would just melt, I would just melt her arms and just start sobbing if, if she hugged me. She was so sweet. Um, R.I.P. Queen, we, you know. If you're dead. No, she's, yeah, she passed. We're sure? Yeah. I saw it from a blue check mark, so it's gotta be Oof. true. But if she isn't, great, but I think she is sad. <laughs> but the, oh, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I remembered to bring it up myself. The line that he says going in when he dresses in the most offensive Jewish pers- like uh, costume of you know what a biggest thinks of Jewish persons like I just lost it <laughs> when he's like I fe- he's, he basically says, like I felt you know I felt so depressed I want to end my life so I went to the nearest synagogue and waited for the next mass shooting. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, no, that one was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Oh, horrible. that fucked me up a little bit. That was funny.
1: But, like, to the untrained eye, it's like, oh, my God, what a horrible thing to say. But knowing who he is and knowing Sacha Baron Cohen's politics, and specifically he's talking about just, he's, you know, making fun of gun culture in the U.S. as being as fucked up as it is. And, you know, bigotry and all that good stuff. Bad stuff. But, um, yeah, it was just, uh, gosh, yikes. But then the scene when he goes in and they just... And they knew ahead of time the bit he was doing, and they just the warmth that they both greeted him with and just cutting to them just sitting in the in the pews drinking soup or eating soup <laughs> was just so adorable and then <laughs> just man doris i can't uh man give her an academy award best supporting actress yeah, is doris from Borat's subsequent movie film um and then uh, <laughs> another highlight for me <laughs> which is such a well thought out bit and it was it was Double entranagers are stupid overall, but the one that they did at the abortion clinic just... Oh, my God. (laughs) Absolutely killed me. And the doctor's like, we're not worried about that right now. After him basically saying, even though it's not true, but, like, surmising that he impregnated his own daughter. his daughter
0: pregnant. (laughs) That's
1: whatever. That guy's such a (laughs) shitbag. God. Which made all the more depressing by current events,
0: of course. But, um, yeah. I mean... What other highlights were there for you? Um, the rally, the anti-masker rally, mm. was a good one for me. Mm. Especially knowing some of the behind the scenes is when they figured out that he wasn't for real. They, oh, they weren't great. What did
1: they did? What happened? They oh, they like attacked
0: his trailer and whatever. Imagine You can that, find it on um, the internet. He put it on um, Colbert. <laughs> they sang along. Why are they mad at him? <laughs> Because they figured out that he was taking the piss,
1: and that's, that's still big deal. Grow up, deal with it. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then and then Rudy, and then the, the whole bit at the end. How do you think the whole bit at the end about him being patient zero for COVID? I thought part?
0: that was so funny. <laughs> I mean, and the best part about it was that they high key set it up the entire movie, and you just weren't paying attention because you weren't looking for it. Yeah, and. It it just, it caught me by surprise and it made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> and
1: then the, the Tom Hanks cameo too. I was inspired. <laughs> that was funny. That was a good one. <laughs> or I gave Tom Hanks COVID-19. Oh, golly. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Very, very good. Uh. Other likes, dislikes?
0: I can't think of any dislikes. Um... Maybe it ran a little long. Yeah. Maybe. Um. I think another notable thing is when he uh, dressed up as Trump.
1: Mm, yeah, the CPAC. Uh, <laughs> <who? tried.
0: laughs>
1: Mike Pence. I just I love how he kept saying Mike Pence. <laughs> it was just,
0: it's Michael Mikael.
1: Mikael Pence. Just how everybody's like, oh yeah. Nobody ever's like, you mean the vice president? They're just like, oh yeah, Mike Pence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My boy. Yes. Oh, this- and he yeah, the the Trump-based uh, zingers too. I can't remember any of them off the top of my head, but they were they were funny. We oh gosh, yeah. And I I forgot that the 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 COVID thing he gets were gypsy tears. And all the gypsy jokes that they make over the last two movies. Gosh. It's such a niche thing of uh, I, I I don't understand why it's funny, but just something about the word gypsy. I don't know. It just it makes me laugh. Um, and basically, just the way that, that Borat says anything is just really, really funny. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It was
0: just it was just a good time. I watched it with a bunch of friends, and yes. it was good.
1: The running of the Americans that was funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh no, the Karen one. i <laughs> will bring it back to Fauci. He was a He was one of them. Oh no, Karen killed the Fauci. <laughs>
1: Another really horrible, funny, I've, funny in a dark, dark way is when he <laughs> the whole Holocaust thing. <laughs> Do you want to explain what that is?
0: Oh, uh, what even was the joke? Um, God damn, I don't remember the joke. When, it uh, was. It was
1: when those, it, the guys tell him that the Holocaust was a lie, and then he's like, "Oh, super
0: it's serious. like our." <laughs> <laughs> say the thing we're most proud of the holocaust
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. and then the girl the women tell him and he's, he's like
0: oh, so yeah, that's why that's why he went to the the synagogue was because his daughter showed him that online um, a uh, facebook post that said that it wasn't real
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah oh my gosh again once again Holocaust is real anybody who says otherwise is an idiot but just the way that they use the character to show that kind of bigotry and short-sightedness is just it's just something about it is just so funny again knowing who sasha baron cohen is as a person just kind of makes it you know uh, i don't want to say funnier but just it's it's, there's it just adds another element to to it and um you can't say enough how much of a king sasha baron cohen is and he hates mark zuckerberg too which is even funnier (laughs) i'm surprised (laughs) there's no zuck in this why does
0: he hate (laughs) zuck so much who doesn't
1: i mean you know pick a reason and that's a good reason hate suck i think he's because facebook is like a monopoly and they profit off of like hate groups and stuff oh and you know hate groups like the facebook post that said the holocaust isn't real about how facebook doesn't crack down on those and just takes their money anyways yeah that kind of stuff mm-hmm. go sasha um but yeah uh, very funny a lot of really good um jokes that just killed me in the moment that i can't uh that I don't remember off t- off the top of my head, but um and just not even not even jokes, some of them are just bits, like random things that people have or don't have. Like when when you go to his house uh back in Kazakhstan and yeah, it's just it's <laughs> just it's just a funny movie. Yes. One could say the movie we need right now.
0: Not the one we deserve. The one we
1: need. Any other likes and dislikes?
0: Um, I don't have anything in particular. Mm
1: -hmm. Borat three?
0: No. Okay.
1: (laughs) Borat two and a half.
0: Only if we get the whole of Borat told by the in the perspective of the two guys in the cabin.
1: Yes, we do need more of those two. I got. I just got. I got to know whether or not that whole thing was real. I just have to know. I Me gotta too. know. Gotta, gotta, gotta know. But, uh, so Borat 2, subsequent movie film. Grade it out. I'll give it a seven.
0: Yeah, I'm right there, too.
1: Nice. All right, more Baron Cohen. Let's tee up the trial of the Chicago At the seven. table. Abby Hoffman, Jerry Rubin, Dave Dellinger, Renny Davis, Lee Weiner, John Freund, Tom Hayden, and Bobby Seale. These defendants had a plan, and the plan was to incite
0: a riot. I call this portion of the trial with friends like these (laughs) My trial's begun without my lawyer The court assumes you are being represented by the Black Panther sitting behind you The riots were started by the Chicago
1: Police Department Sustained Nobody objected Jurors 6 and 11, they're with us Juror number 6 and juror number 11 You're dismissed from this jury Can you tell us why? Because this is my courtroom. We've dealt with jury tampering,
0: wiretapping, a defendant that was literally gagged. Oh, get your hands off me!
1: Daddy has returned, Cody. I have discriminated
0: against a black man. Yeah,
1: for his. This is much,
0: this is much better than his last movie. What? I didn't like Molly's game that much.
1: Ah, oh, dude, I'm I'm so on for Molly's game. I like Molly's game a lot more than I like this. It's a hot take, but it's mine. Um, but yeah, his okay. first his first movie in a couple years. Obviously, directing this one, writing it as well. Of course, I don't think I don't think he's ever. That would be interesting though if he were to direct a script he didn't write. That will never happen, but it'd be interesting. Ooh, I
0: don't think I'd like that.
1: <laughs> um, initial thoughts, Cody.
0: Um, I like this movie a lot more than I thought it, I would. Mainly because I had no idea what I was getting into when I. started it i was for some reason real uh resistant to watching this and i don't know why
1: because you're not a good person
0: that might be it but yeah i'm glad i did because i i really enjoyed it um i love a good courtroom drama mm, and yes. i think um i think sorkin excels at these types of movies
1: mm.
0: i mean i can name one other example that he's that he has um but that movie, did that movie win Best Picture when it came out? No. No, it didn't. Did it win something? I don't think so.
1: Might be just like a technical thing, but I don't think it won any Oscars. Because Social Network was his first Oscar. It's Orkins. That's
0: true. Uh, really?
1: Yeah. Might have been not. I think Jack got nominated, something like that. But it no, it didn't win anything. Shoulda.
0: For sure?
1: Shoulda. Shoulda. Um, yeah, initial thoughts for me is that it's really, really good. Um, I actually got to read the script a little, a little while ago before, um, I think, uh, late last year, and I was, you know, I respected it for what, respected for what it was, but I think I even told you guys off recording that it was, you know, it was good, but not, not to the Steve Jobs social network kind of level, and that's a, and it's actually, I like it a lot better as a movie than a script, so... It exceeded expectations in that way, but as a Sorkin thing overall, it's middle of the pack.
0: It's Not good. your favorite? Oh no, no,
1: not really. But the, the two quote-unquote favorites are Steve Jobs and Social Network, which are all-time favorite movies. And he's made other stuff. He's made stuff I don't like. He's made stuff I like about the same as this. And, you know, it's still... What has he
0: made that you don't like?
1: He wrote a movie called Charlie Wilson's War... With with uh, which is weird that it's bad because it had it was it starred Tom Hanks and uh Philip Seymour Hoffman, and that's okay. Kind of I, wide, I remember
0: I get, hearing about it.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just it's bad. Yeah, I don't know, it, it's just yeah. Parts of it are good. It's got a lot of it, the writing is solid to up for the first couple acts, and then the third act just kind of gets away. It, it just falters, I guess, but that happens. Um, but yeah, I like this. I like this quite a bit. I think it doesn't have. I like that it doesn't rely on many of the major Sorkin players. Like you don't get um, uh, you don't get uh, Jeff Daniels, for instance. Um, I'm trying to think of other people who've done a lot of his stuff, but it's just Jeff Daniels, I think. <laughs> yeah, Martin Sheen, I guess, if you count West Wing and an American President. But I don't. know, I guess the point is, I like how he. He um, brought in new players to the company, I suppose, Mm -hmm. new people to say his words, and I think they all did a pretty solid job, and nobody left me wanting, and that's kind of all the best you can hope for it, but...
0: um, Was there anybody in there, like, are you still talking about the new movie?
1: Yeah, Chicago 7.
0: (laughs) Um, Was there anybody in there that was like a big surprise that they were in the movie?
1: Surprised, like, I didn't know they were in it. Like, you what? would
0: never expect to work with Sorkin. Ooh, good question.
1: Um, hmm. Uh, hmm. Honestly, not really. No. All these, I mean, Frank Langella, I guess? Which
0: but one was, was, that was the, um... The judge,
1: yeah. Oh, damn
0: did a great job
1: oh my god yeah he was was incredible but for the most part this cast all you know as you see the cast news sort of trickle out nobody nobody then and nobody now i'm just like wow i cannot believe you know like joseph gordon levitt yeah he seems like the kind of person sorkin would cast eddie redmayne yeah that makes that makes sense I, i i that's not too surprising um so no not really what was there somebody like that for you
0: Not really. Yeah, I don't really think about that very much. I kind of <laughs> wish Eddie Redmayne was somebody else.
1: <laughs> Listen, not everything can be as good as newts commander. is all Listen, I'm saying. he
0: did okay in the movie. He was fine. Yeah. His voice bothered me. Yeah, it's a little throaty. Like, ugh. Mm. Listen here, uh, fella. I'm
1: I gonna- just... Yeah, he's he sounds like he's got food stuck in his throat. It's weird. Like
0: he's like about to cry every 2 <laughs> seconds.
1: Like. That's a good. That's another good way to put it. But yeah. Uh, but like, I guess we can just run through the cast. Sasha Baron Cohen. Awesome. Masterclass. He did Awesome. He, like it's just I love I love people who can do Borat and then I'll, I can also do Prestige Oscar drama, you know? Mm. Anybody people that kind of versatility. Like Jeff Daniels is one of those people. Like he's hysterical in you know, in Dumb and Dumber, but he's also just awesome in Steve Jobs. Like, that versatility, like, DiCap- that's why DiCaprio is so great, is because he's fucking hysterical and he's also a really good actor. People who are just like, I'm really good actor man, and I, I give these weighty, dramatic performances, like, I don't know. Who's, like, <laughs> Eddie Redmayne's kind of that talk- way. Why are
0: you talking shit about Daniel Day Lewis?
1: <laughs> well, he's, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis is in, a, in his own category. He's, like, one of the best actors ever, but, like, these. Eddie Redmayne's one of them. I've just these people who are always doing, like, these really serious roles. They just bore me after a while, and I like it when you can be, when you show me that you're funny and, you know, and also good, you know, good dramatic You don't take
0: and, everything too seriously, yeah.
1: Yeah, and Sacha Baron Cohen was certainly that, and this is a very, this is, like, the role of the movie, I think, other than maybe the uh, the the judge. Um, what's his name? Franklin Langella think those are the two big roles and he just totally crushes it yeah yeah for sure and i just and i like i really like the way that um sorkin he's kind of i just like how he as a both a director and a writer just assembled this thing and how there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes where you hear the same event from different perspectives i'm sure that's called something it's not cross-cutting but it's whatever it's called it's like a montage sort of whatever it's mm-hmm. called um are just really they're just a lot of fun and the the when it kept cutting back to Sasha Baron Cohen in that club um, doing the stand up yeah it was it was those were some of my favorite scenes overall and he and he and Jeremy Strong were also a very a funny pair
0: yeah I've never seen him before he was actually
1: life. he was in Molly's Game and he's in
0: Succession neither which... of those I don't know, who was he in Molly's Game I don't remember anything about he that he
1: plays uh, Molly's first boss. When, uh, with the bagels, that guy, who she, like, screws over and is like, I'm gonna start my own game because he d- won't pay her enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Jeremy Strong rules. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he is who he is. He, he's never gonna be His an A+. His voice was
0: weird, but he was good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, nothing he did bothered me, but. Yeah. He just. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Could've, tr- could've tried a little bit harder. <laughs> no, uh, he was fine. He was yeah. good. Not
1: a fan. Uh, John Carroll Lynch, who I know best from playing uh, Arthur Lee Allen in Zodiac, uh, yeah, he was so, also really no, good.
0: I, he is a—he's a that guy. He's a oh, career yeah. that guy. Never. That? I didn't know his. I had to look up his name. <laughs> I had no idea who he was. He's good though. He was pretty good.
1: Um, Yahya Abdul Mateen, though the second I should say is was phenomenal as uh, Bobby yes. Seal. Very good. I mean that just damn <laughs> he's so like Watchmen. have you seen Watchmen?
0: no i never watched it
1: ah dude dude Watchmen's like the maybe the best one of the like if you if you put movies and tv shows together it's like one of the 10 best things i've seen in the last five or so years and he might have been the best part about it and i think he was the best Eh, i don't know he's certainly in the top three or four but um it just yeah the only the only I have is like this is a problem with the screenplay, and I know you're kind of te- you're tethered to real life, but at a point he just goes away, and I just don't I don't know we don't we never get closure with that character like he well, gets isn't great that
0: realistic or isn't that how it kind of happened
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you're you're kind of tethered to reality, but I I just wish there was a way to involve him later in the movie in a, in an authentic way because he was so good, and then he just he's just gone like he goes to he goes to jail. hears about um the, the guy's dying and then mm-hmm. he's just gone and i wanted selfishly i wanted more of him though i admit it probably wouldn't have served the story but i just you know i enjoyed that performance a lot um uh kelvin harrison jr yeah he played the guy who died fred hampton uh, very very good actor didn't get a lot to work with in this but he's you know he'll he's a star so he'll be getting a lot more stuff as time goes mm-hmm. on uh mark Ryland's also
0: damn who's so great
1: damn good Thought he was fine in Bridge of Spies. Didn't think he should have won that year. Thought he was good in Dunkirk and this he was just awesome.
0: Yeah, he brought it.
1: Yeah. He's the per he's when I when you were asking me about who we who we thought could be Sorkin, I was gonna say him, but then I thought about it. I was like, Yeah, he's like a classically trained, you know, British stage legend. So it's like it makes sense that at some point he would do, you know, you know the 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 best American writer, you know. Um, and he just yeah, his Performance as counselor was awesome. I just, uh man, so good, so damn good. We agree. I don't want to. Actually, uh one more is uh, Michael Keaton.
0: Ooh, surprise! He surprised he, me
1: with how good he was.
0: Just thought he was in it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I heard about it, and then I he wasn't in any of the marketing materials, which is good because you know that character comes up as kind of a surprise. But yeah, he I thought he was awesome. He's another one of those guys who's like he. He has to do Sorkin at some point. He's just got... He he just has that energy, you know?
0: Yeah, I've always thought that, especially after watching um, Birdman. Unfamiliar. Excellent movie. I think you should uh, take a look at it sometime. It's really good.
1: Mm, No. It's irrelevant now that 1917 exists, is all I'm saying. One-shot movies. Make that connection.
0: I, I did. Okay,
1: just making sure. Um... Do we have to talk about Joseph Gordon Levitt? He was okay. I just don't
0: like him. I know he's like a little boy. He's kids. not
1: interesting to me.
0: It's not no, it's not he, like Miles
1: Teller where I just actively hate him just because he seems like such a turd. He
0: just he bores you. I feel you. Just, I yeah. understand. I understand what you're saying. He's just there all the time.
1: And I hated I just and I I also kinda I mean people have been using the West swing thing and the election and this as a way to talk about Aaron Sorkin's politics and the things that he, again, I don't subscribe to the belief that like, just cause you write something, that's what you think. But at a certain point it does, you know, it, you, you do, you do kind of write your own feelings in a way. Mm-hmm. So like you can write a racist character, you know, in three billboards, for racist. example, but you're yeah. not a racist person. You're just writing through that character. But at a certain point, because Sorkin writes so much about justice, politics, you know, this, that, and the other thing, it just it starts to bleed over, and um, I just, yeah, I just don't like what they did with the Joseph Gordon-Levitt character because he's a villain, he's an antagonist, he's not a good person as presented in the movie and as presented in real life. To be honest with you, that you, and for him to do the whole like. He's just a guy doing his job. Like fuck that. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> with all due respect, sir, fuck that. I just, I hate, I hate, and I hate using. He's a, just a guy doing his job as a defense for doing bad shit, and that's what he did. He did bad shit. He was not, and the the whole thing about him standing at the end for the names just came off as such a as such a cop out way to make the audience sympathize with him, even though him. he's not a good
0: guy. <laughs> but did that happen in real life? did he, well, Stands.
1: it's almost irrelevant, because that's the, if, if he did, then fine, but if he didn't, then it was concocted for the movie to make you sympathize with this character who I don't think is a good person.
0: Kind of like in Bohemian Rhapsody. Sure.
1: I don't know, I don't know in what way, but any chance to dunk on Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm just all for. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, I just, it... <laughs> I was going to use this on somebody else, but it makes sense here, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is the kind of person who earnestly says, all lives matter. He <laughs> means it. Yeah. It's like, but, but sir, all lives matter.
0: But all lives matter. If black lives matter, why don't white lives matter? You don't understand. It's not Blue bad. lives matter, sir. It's like,
1: no. <laughs> sir. No. Not the same thing. But that character just pissed me off, and I think it... It comes off to me too much as Sorkin just trying to be, like, he's both-sizing it a little bit of, like, well, yeah, these, you know, yeah, these guys are being prosecuted, but they also caused a scene, and so, like, they were also at fault, and I don't know, I just, I don't know, and just something about that rubbed me the wrong way, and I said in my Letter Rocks review, which I've, I think this is a pr- relatively decent line of like I'm, I'm sort of done for listening to aaron sorkin for anything other than a good line because i think his politics are just a little bit too you know well there's good republicans too it's like no there's not
0: <laughs> there's name just, one
1: <laughs> yeah no like we just saw 52 republican senators vote for a supermajority in the co- in the Supreme Court, eight days before an election, like that's not a thing. <laughs> there are no good Republicans in po- in politics. And maybe there were back then. It's different political um, you know uh, environment, I guess. I don't know, but like, no, you just I just I'm done with making excuses for bad people doing bad things. So it's just I'm done with that. Um, but in the movie. Didn't it didn't do that too much? It, it stood pretty firmly on the side of the Chicago Seven. Just the yeah, kind of, they
0: made it pretty clear.
1: Yeah, dipping your toes into the water of hashtag All Lives Matter just annoyed me. But whatever, it's that's just Sorkin for you. It's who he is, it's just, you know. Um, but um, yeah, overall though, performance is stellar. Hard to agree. Yeah, I mean, you, it's it's difficult. You you kind of feel bad it's it's the kind of movie that makes you wish there was a best acting ensemble award at the Oscar which mm-hmm. you know screw like oh we need a new we need best stunts or best like motion capture performance like no we need a best ensemble
0: because <laughs> there's movies like this that
1: come around that you just can't it sucks like to have what to watch one. What
0: other movie this year could be not this year, just in general? Can you name any others? I mean, once other than a Time of Hollywood*, than,
1: you could have given okay. a you could have given ensemble *Irishman*. You could have gone with ensemble *Little oh, Women*. You, you could have gone ensemble Nights Out*. You could have gone ensemble. Like there's there's always movies like that for sure. That's the one we need. We don't need we need stunts and visual and like mocap. It's not necessary. We do need ensemble. And this is one of those this is one of those uh, moments. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cass was great. I mean, if if you if you make me pick somebody for best actor and best supporting, I'd probably go Sasha and Rylance, just because they get the most. I, I I would want to go Matine, but he just doesn't get enough screen time. Well, to-
0: he could get supporting.
1: Yeah, but he's not. He's not. He's only in two thirds of the movie, so he does And Rylance is just slugging the the entire time. So oh, the
0: whole time, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, he's just, yeah, he's so good, um, but um, the craft of it all. How do you th- how do you think the movie looked, felt,
0: all that? It looked fine. Um, I mean, there was nothing special. Yeah. The cinematography or anything. Um, I thought it was real cool how during some of the riot scenes, they put in. Actual footage, like mm-hmm. archival footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see what else. I don't know. Sorkin is a director. Thoughts? He's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he, he's writing or he's doing his own script too. So, like,
1: mm-hmm. he better be good.
0: It's <laughs> kind of hard to mess up your own thing. I mean, it's not, but.
1: No, I think it is. To not I mean to not get your vision across making it bad, sure, that happens all the time. But like to not get the vision across, yeah, that's that wouldn't ha- that doesn't happen often and it didn't, I don't think. I think I don't think he's ever this is kind of this is where I'm just I'm being selfish and I'm like, yes, Sorkin, follow your dreams, pursue your passion, but like why dedicate fifty percent of your energy towards a script and fifty percent of your energy towards directing when you're nowhere near as good of a director as you are a writer? Mm-hmm. Why not just pump out some scripts and get some and let some people who've actually studied directing and th- and did that as a vocation and have done it multiple times and just focus on writing? You know, because I
0: mean, <laughs> he likes. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> he likes and, I, I don't.
1: <laughs> I'm be, and I'm being totally selfish and just like give me the thing I want. But like, eh, I don't know. Maybe maybe every other. You know. Maybe, yeah, I'll direct a script, uh, I'll direct my own script, and then I'm gonna send this one over to Fincher, or whoever, to, to make a, make this other thing, like,
0: you so know. So, please give Fincher another movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, that, again, that's just me, that's just me being selfish, I just want as many movies as I can get from this guy, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think, it's not, I don't think he's as, I don't think he's to the level of a director where I can say, okay, yeah, just do your own, you know, just make your own stuff, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think, I think, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just want I just want more. He's not so great that I'm too I'm cool not getting Sorkin's script directed by, you know, blah blah blah. But uh, he's certainly competent. Like there's nothing there's nothing in this or Maggie's or Mo- Maggie's game. Maggie's game. That's my dog's name. Maggie. Um there Molly's game that's like, oh, man, that was bad." Or, "Ah, man, that was awesome." Like there's really really good stuff and there's good stuff, and that's about the spectrum that it runs on, and that's great. Awesome. down with that. But I got to say, for what he lacks, I don't want to say lacks, but he's not a proper director, right? He's not Nolan. He's not Fincher. He's not, you know, Gerwig. He's not, you know, It's just the
0: thing about him is that he doesn't have anything special.
1: (laughs) No, he does. I think he
0: does. Really? Because it seems like anybody could have made this movie. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You're absolutely right. But the thing I'm saying is like, I am w- still kind of amazed at how he's at the performances he's been able to get out of people. That's that's the thing I didn't really expect, and that's I was kind of nervous about that coming into Molly's game. Of like, yeah, he can he can stage a shot, he can get a good DP in there to like help him out, and a good AD and all this kind of stuff. But how are you going to direct a performance to the caliber of Fossbender, Sheen, uh, 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 Eisenberg, Garfield? You know Daniels, whatever, and I don't think any any of his performances in these last two movies have come to those levels, but they've gotten damn close. Mm -hmm. Like Mark Rylance, you could you could put that performance up against Jeff Daniels, and I think they stand pretty shoulder to shoulder. And that's that's the thing I'm really I'm really excited and surprised about of him as a director. He directs the shit out of performances. Agree. Yeah.
0: I do. I think he can get good performance. Were you surprised about that? As, as I was, no. or had
1: you thought about it? T- no? I hadn't
0: thought about it okay. until you brought it up.
1: Mm. Well, you, you kind of you wait because you think like, oh, Miley's game is probably like you wait to see, you wait for confirmation. You know, like once is what once is a coincidence, twice is a pattern. You know, mm-hmm. like now it's a pattern. Now I'm like, oh shit, he can, and he's probably gonna get. I think Chastain got nominated for an Oscar. I'm pretty sure, and I think he's gonna get a couple out of this one. So maybe even three. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's just that I'm, I'm still blown away by that. Cause I don't think, I mean, granted if, if Fincher's directing this, the performances are going to be better. That's just, you know, fact of life. But like I said, they get really damn close and, um, yeah, just all the props in the world for that. I agree. Yeah. Other like just like, so you were talking about the directing a little bit more. Go ahead.
0: Oh, it's just, it doesn't seem like, it, it just seems to me like anybody could have made this in my opinion
1: because
0: mm-hmm. um, you see like <laughs> what i imagine is when you do a sorkin movie is you go through you watch a few good men <laughs> you watch the first four seasons of the west wing to get yeah. yourself prepared to see what kind of performances people are expecting yeah um,
1: then you cry because those are really good performances. <laughs> Second guess yourself.
0: Mm hmm. So, and it's just, I don't know, it just, that's what the type of performances, I don't think. I mean, now I, I said I agreed with you with everything you said, <laughs> but I'm not sure I actually do. Um, I think his writing lends itself to good performances. I think it'd be hard. To not do a good job while speaking his words i i disagree well can you give me me an example
1: no because everybody does a good job but i don't think just because everybody does a good job means that everybody's automatically going to do a good job i think it takes a lot of work and a lot of rehearsals and a lot of you know practicing to get it right so i don't think it's yeah I, i i disagree with your thesis well, like,
0: then the podcast's over I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But you get what I'm saying, you know? No, I understand I understand. And he does deserve props because this movie was really good.
1: It's like okay, it's kinda like baseball. It's like everybody like you can probably find a lot of people that can are as physically gifted are physically gifted enough to where they can throw a ninety seven mile per hour fastball, right? Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna find too many people who can throw a really, really good curveball, you know? I feel like the people that they cast—I don't know if they already have the curveball, or they develop, or they are forced to develop it to keep up. But I do think it, it's not as simple as you put it. I mean, acting's one of the easiest jobs in the world, but it's also pretty hard to do it to this to a really high caliber, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, but again, maybe it's just. But by,
0: I mean, you're also at this point you're you're hiring, yeah, professional <laughs> actors,
1: and also the people that. It's not like you're getting a chump uh, other than Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You're or you're hiring a chump for, for a Sorkin movie. The people that ended up doing these are usually damn good actors already in their own right.
0: Which yeah, I think that kind of helps my point a little bit. But true. Um, yeah, it's because it's like you're not hiring random fucking people. Yeah. Like people up. know. Right. And just like the- you're trying. You like, it, I like. Hmm trying to th- figure out how to say it, how to word what i'm saying is that when you do sorkin it comes with certain expectations mm-hmm. people know what his dialogue sounds like what it's supposed to sound like when you're when it's being spoken right so i think i don't know if west wing just set expectations for it to be the same every time
1: well west wing also i think is a situation where you get so many reps that by, like, you know, I think by, like, the probably the second episode, maybe third, just for the amount of takes that they did, they all kind of figured it out, you know, and they all settled into that, and they found out it hit that gear. Whereas a movie, it's like, you read for it, you get the script, you maybe get to do rehearsals, sometimes not, you know. Mm -hmm. You mostly, almost never with a full cast, you ever get to do rehearsals. Um, And then you just kind of have to go and do it. Um, So, But with TV, like I said, you get by the time season 2 rolls around you're, you know, it's like second nature i would assume. And also with the with the, with the audition process i feel like you can cuz it's not like you're you're really looking for people to fill these roles. It's sorkin, everybody kind of wants to do it. Um, mm-hmm. so you're going through a lot of people and i think i, I think it's probably pretty obvious early on in the auditions like who can sink and who can swim. And just and that's not to say anything about the quality of the actor, just you know some people some people just can't throw a curveball, you know. Great pitchers just struggle with a curveball; they'll rely on a changeup instead, you know. And um, for sp- some sports analogies, um, that yeah, you can just kind of, yeah, you can just kind of, you can sort of feel out who's going to be right for it. And that's maybe why we don't get—we're not—we're trying to think of and can't think of people who just kind of haven't fit in the Sorkin movie. Like hell, Justin Timberlake fits. So who the hell knows? Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but great Justin Timberlake is,
0: is she's a sneaky good actor. That's I know that's thing.
1: what I'm saying. It's like who knows what the quality you have to have uh, is that you have to have to be in a Sorkin movie and be good in it. Like Brenda Song. Not to say that she was terrific in the movie. She had only a handful of scenes, but like she's a Disney Channel kid who was in a Sorkin movie and was pretty good. You know, so go figure. I don't. I, there's. I think it's just it's a mixture of talent, background, and um, just x-factor you know like mark rylance i think if you have the x-factor is probably play experience i think if you've done plays in the past and you've done them a lot then i feel like you can you're more better equipped it was just good man it was just good yeah this <laughs> is good oscar i mean granted it's, it's not the best oscar but it's better than people think
0: um screenplay probably
1: yeah for sure i mean that's that's an um probably win Yeah, you know, like we said probably three actors is your most likely scenario is this adapted? Ye- no, it's original. It's adapted on a real event, but not like a book or a yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, direction, maybe. Picture, for sure. Easy. Um, nothing else really no, jumps yeah, I out. I think you're
0: right, because I think it definitely will. I mean, I don't, we haven't talked about how strangely topical this movie is. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: <laughs> I feel like that's kind of overrated, because I feel like if you make a movie about anything... Relating to social justice and releasing any time, something is going to connect to it. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, isn't yeah, that? I yeah. like, oh my god, it's so prescient. It's like, yeah, is it though? Because like, we pro said, there've been protests in the last four years where you know Republicans and the, and Trump got all pissed off. But whatever. Um, but yeah, certainly it's a good it's a good message and hammers home the whole ACAB thing a little bit. Hashtag defund the police, which is a Defending the police is uh, something we all endorse, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about that.
1: <laughs> Overall thoughts for me is that this movie is really good, not top tier Sorkin, um, not really even top tier in the year. There's, you know, it's I think just outside my top five of the year. Which is kind of crazy because you know 2020. But um, I like it a lot. I'm definitely gonna rewatch it again in the future, and I'd no have no problem recommending it to basically anybody. So sure. Um, final thoughts and hit a grade Cody.
0: Um, yeah. If you're ever bored for two hours and you want to see some good performances, some really, really harrowing scenes and a, just a villain. That's yeah. and speaking specifically about the judge.
1: Yeah.
0: I was so frustrated watching this movie. It bothers me. It's like watching goddamn, um, nightcrawler.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: It's, just an, it's just an uncomfy movie the
1: scene early on when he establishes that his last name is hoffman and abby's last name is hoffman <laughs> yeah he's like father no <laughs> i was like yeah it's funny that's a funny meme it's a
0: very funny meme um yeah this is was, was very good i'm gonna go ahead and throw it an eight out of ten
1: uh just so we're not agreeing entirely i'm gonna do eight and a half
0: okay that's fair so
1: can't have that kind of Unanimity in this podcast yeah, it's,
0: No that way That's not fun Mostly because I hate you Yeah Especially after Whatever Ray said We disagreed about Because Fuck you
1: Defunding the police Which we should do
0: Oh I meant D- Other than that D- the, the serious thing We didn't agree on Cody
1: fill in the blank Blank lives matter
0: <laughs> Care.
1: The correct answer is none Is no I should say
0: the No None lives matter lives None oh. lives matter,s these guys, Doctor Anthony Fauci. No lives matter,s Mr. President. Those lives matter,s you fellas. Come on,
1: not one life matters. We all. No life matters until Black Lives Matter. Anyways, uh, watch what you listening to. That's
0: an excellent question. Why don't you go first while I think about it?
1: Well, we have a new Fincher Kino coming in just a few weeks. Mank. Uh, so I'm kind of starting my Fincher rewatch. I'm not, I'm not doing it chronologically, I'm just sort of, well actually, I just, so the movie I watched was Gone Girl, which I saw for the first time, I think, since I saw it in the theaters in 2014. Number one, great movie. Number two, great movie. Uh, and number three, uh, I guess, should I start watching his movies in reverse order now that I've seen the most recent one? Would that be interesting?
0: Yeah, why not? Eh, maybe. See him get worse as he goes as long as you end with Alien 3.
1: <laughs> maybe I'll, I mean, I'll go in reverse order, but just skip Fight Club because that movie's
0: bad. I'll watch Alien 3 with you if you do that. Then we can talk about Alien 3 because I don't think we've ever just spent a lot of time talking about Alien 3. Well, there's 3. not much to talk about. Well, I mean, it's the best alien. <laughs> what? Want to say that again?
1: Alien versus predator. Hello. Excuse I can't, me. I
0: didn't even finish my thought. I couldn't even finish that thought without laughing at myself because it's the stupidest <laughs> sentence anybody almost said. <laughs> but yeah,
1: Alien, Alien Three is not yeah. Uh, but
0: maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll
1: do reverse reverse order. So the next one would be t- Dragon Tattoo, wouldn't it? And then Button, and then Zodiac, and then something else. Hmm. Maybe I'll just pick a few. I don't know. Yeah, I'm certainly well. watching Dragon Tattoo. That's one of the most underrated movies of the last decade. Just so good. Except for that one scene, which I have to fast forward through because it's uncomfortable. But, anywho. Um, I also rewatched, like I said, Tenet for the third time uh, in the IMAX. It, it is very good. Uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Hasn't seen it three times, and it hasn't budged past its, I think, my number five on Nolan Kino. But uh, that's a good spot for it. It's just I don't think there's anywhere to go because Prestige, Dark Knight, Inception, Interstellar are so awesome. But hey,
0: let me take a little look here at your lists. Yes, lists. Let me look at your your Nolan lists. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm looking at your lists, Mason. Yeah. And you have a typo on one of them. Oh no. I just one? I think you should go and fix it. Why? Because uh, it makes you look like an idiot. Which one? So top twenty-five movies of the twenty tens. Sure. You do not need an apostrophe. Oh yeah, I always forget. In twenty tens. Ah, Damn. Let's see, Nolan, Christopher Nolan ranked. Let's see. Okay. It's fine list.
1: Thank you. Dark Knight Rises is uh, near the bottom.
0: Uh, where I it mean. Batman Begins is a bit low for me. Yeah,
1: but it's also bad.
0: I would put Insomnia below both of those movies, TBH. Insomnia is dope as hell, so shut up. Um, God, this guy—he just fucks, dude.
1: <laughs> that's what—that's that, exactly what I said for Tenant, my Tenant review. So good, nice segue. Yeah, it's awesome. I gotta say, one of my favorite my. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes of Tenet, the, the scene that I just, I don't know, just gets me hot and bothered, um, is when Robert Pattinson is taking the tour of the facility, just the way, he's just so handsome. <laughs> he's so, so handsome. And, uh, that, that movie's also big, um, it's not technically ASMR, but it's, it, it, it has a lot of really satisfying sounds. I don't know how, I don't know how to describe it, just... There's a lot of moments where I'm just like, "Oh, that sounded nice. That was a nice little edit mix there." I don't know. It's just, it's, it's aesthetically pleasing to me. But
0: stand a good ASMR movie <laughs> for sure.
1: Um, also, it's been a while since we talked. So let me see what else I have. Um, actually, I talked about a lot of these things. I also rewatched the Star Wars Episode Three: Rent of the Sith. Darn good. Real, How real, was that? real, real, real good. Back when Star Wars was like about something and not just like. You're his granddaughter.
0: (laughs) Back when it wasn't just SJWBS. I'm looking at you, Kathleen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I made the mistake of um, uh, looking at the tweets, the replies under this thing. They posted like this uh, Jedi who's like a black woman or whatever. And just, oh my God, they're so, this is the most toxic people ever. Like why are you gotta do this social justice war? It's like anytime they do any, anytime they post anything about a woman, of any kind, of any you know shape, size, color, whatever, they're just like ah, this is propaganda. It's like it's
0: what is up? No, they're for you not listening. They're not wrong, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are wrong. You that's that's a, that's a sarcasm there. That's, yes. So it's just I just can't imagine like going through your life that way. I just don't get it. Being. Like, feeling so insecure with yourself that you're like, ugh, anytime I see a woman in my favorite Star War, I'm getting mad. It's like, Women shut up, dude. can't be Jedi.
0: It's just... Why would their vaginas would get in the way?
1: <laughs> Stop cutting that. No. Way. Why? Because I said the V word? Yes. Yes. I- Watching, reading, listening, to for you, Cody.
0: I uh, talk about Dune. Dunk? No, Dune. Dunk? Nope, Dune. Dunk? No, this one's not Dune or Dunk because oh, it's not Dune, end. so it's Dunk. Gotcha. It's it's Dune. It's David. Um, yeah, you started reading Lynch's. it. Oh, I finished that book a while ago. Damn. And then I watched the movie. And oh yeah.
1: Ooh,
0: was it was great, bad. Huh? <laughs> ooh it was bad. Um, fuck me, it was bad. I don't even want to talk about it. Anything other than it was bad. Don't watch it. But the book was great, and I'm very excited for Denny Villeneuve's Dunk. I honestly think that movie is going to kick ass. Mm. I'm skeptical. You should read the book. No. You won't be anymore. I'll tell you what, though. Here's what I've done. I got the
1: audiobook for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah? Finish your thought. And I've been listening to it at night before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only time that I can listen to an audiobook because I just don't. My life isn't conducted to listening to audiobooks. That's a lot. And I've, list, I've listened to that for like three weeks now, I think. And I haven't made it more than like an hour and a half in. Okay, so.
0: Because you're only listening to it at 15 minutes at a time. Why is that? No, weird it's not too? even. It's
1: like five, ten minutes at a time because I always fall. Because I'm. I'll tell you the greatest gift my father ever gave me was my ability to fall asleep real damn fast. <laughs> like I seriously, like all like literally five minutes. It's crazy. It's it's surreal how fast I can fall asleep. It's incredible.
0: It's actually pretty funny.
1: Serious. I'm i ser- I'm serious. Five minutes, maybe, maybe that. It's, it's absolutely nuts. I believe
0: you and I'm I'm happy for you. That's good. That's good. I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you can.
1: You just need to not be a gamer. So
0: <laughs> nothing to do with my gaming, but um, <laughs> it's got everything to do with
1: game being a gamer.
0: I'm but, so oppressed.
1: Uh, but yeah, so that and what else? What else? What else? I think that's about it for me.
0: That's that's it for me. I think I've been watching Archer again, watching a lot of YouTube videos. Um,
1: Love you. Love me a good YouTube video
0: could you be yeah. any more vague i have been watching some youtube videos well, i okay. mean I, what's youtube video like i don't fucking know <laughs> i watch a lot of youtube videos about gaming sometimes it's, that's toxic i'm <laughs> oh, sorry right. um but yeah i don't know listen if you really really want to know what i've been watching why don't you send us an email at reflex podcast at gmail.org com org wait yeah. was this not for profit yeah, shut your mouth.
1: Money. Was that the right email address? Yeah, probably. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Which, yes, you of course can email us at that. You can also leave an iTunes review, check us out on Spotify, and donate to Black Lives Matter and reach our goal of defunding the police. And also, vote. That's a good idea. And don't be like some people and vote on election day.
0: <laughs> you can vote early, vote early. Why does I, I can't vote early? Have a voting plan. I have a plan. Stop calling drive, me out.
1: So instead, okay, here's here's an idea though. Let's hear me out. Instead of driving all the way here on Tuesday, why don't you drive all the way here on like Saturday or Sunday and vote? Hey Mason, why does it make a fucking difference? Because if you go, if you drive here to vote, I'll bring you a hot cocoa. I'm gonna do it anyway. But if you do it this weekend, I'll give bring you a hot cocoa.
0: No. I don't want to come home this weekend. I don't feel like it. Who are you voting for? Um, I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> you should, though. I'm not going to. You're voting, I'm not you're tell- voting I'm not- for Joe Biden. I'm not going to tell you guys how to vote, because you're allowed to vote however you want to vote. Exactly, but you should vote for Joe Biden. If and you Democrats, feel like it,
1: Democrats up and down the ticket.
0: Definitely vote for Joe Jorgensen.
1: No, there's only one Joe you should vote for, and his name is Joe Biden.
0: He's a or cute grandpa. Other- Vote for any other Joes you see on the ballot. Just vote for one Joe. All Joes. All Joes matter.
1: No! What are you, Joseph? <laughs> Except one. <laughs> one Joe doesn't matter, Cody. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, uh, no. This is a callback. It's a good callback. And to, anyways, until next time, sometime after the election, you can check us out again. We'll be talking about, I don't even know what it's going to be talk about.
0: We'll see if there's a world to come back to after next Tuesday.
1: I've honestly lost track of any movie that's coming out in the next few months. I have no idea. It doesn't,
0: it, it truly doesn't matter at this point, if we're being honest. LOL. The world is on
1: fire! But until next time, uh, Cody, take it easy. Biden 2020. Bye, guys. <laughs> Falling in love Stay falling to pieces Over everything we've done And what we've to do